For more than 65 years, Marin Health Medical Center, formerly Marin General Hospital, has been meeting our community's health care needs. And we are proud to present the Healing Podcast. Here's Bill Klaproth. You want to make the most out of your visit with the pediatrician, so how should you prepare? Here to tell us more is Dr. Suzanne Christie, FAAP, a pediatrician and member of the medical staff at Marin General Hospital. Dr. Christie, thank you for your time. So what are the things a parent should do to get the most out of a visit with the pediatrician? Uh, I think the, you know, the the well visits that we schedule um, that are on a on a routine recall basis are really important times for parents to get all of their well newborn, well child questions um, answered. We spend a lot of time talking about normal um, newborn and infant child development, about nutrition, about sleep. Um, so uh, having parents kind of think about questions they might have uh, around um, many of those issues um, and and come prepared with them to their visits um, allows us to make the most out of those visits and and, uh, for parents to feel like um, they've gotten the information that they need um, and are, you know, well prepared for um, the next few months until we see them again. Right. So that's good. Normal development, nutrition, and sleep. So come prepared with potential questions surrounding um, those things. And how often should you bring a child to see a pediatrician? Uh, so our, our regular uh, visits are scheduled primarily around our vaccine and immunization schedule. So uh, we see our babies a couple days after they leave the hospital. And then again, at two weeks, two months, four months, six months, nine months, and 12 months. That's how the first year um, marches out. And then obviously with uh, ill and sick visits interspersed in there as needed. But um, as far as uh, the well care, that's that's the way the, um, the visits uh, march out the first year. And then after that, it's 15 months, 18 months, and two years. And then we go annual from there on out. And what is the role of a pediatrician after the baby is a few years old? We continue to monitor growth and development. Um, We check in um, with uh, other issues, um, you know, school progress, um, uh, what's going on um, with the family, uh, just, you know, safety issues. uh, um, We call it anticipatory guidance as far as uh, making sure children continue um, to thrive. And um, then as we hit uh, adolescence, obviously, there are more complicated social-emotional issues that we we spend a lot of time um, talking about and um, uh, delving into um, during those really important teen year visits. Mm -hmm. And how long should you continue to bring a child to see a pediatrician? You know, it's really variable office to office. I love seeing my kids as long as they are still comfortable coming to my office. I would say a natural transition time is when they head off to college um, to transition to a family practitioner or an adult medicine doctor. Um, but uh, I, you know, I just want my kids and teens and, and young adults to um, be seen and, um, you know, uh, have a good continuity of care. So uh, I will see my my young adults as long as they want to see here up until about the age of 21. At that point, it is really time for them for them to move on. Okay, that's good to know. So during that first year when the baby goes to see the pediatrician most often, do you have any other tips for parents about um, 
bringing the baby in comfortable clothes, uh, preparing questions, detailing symptoms. What other tips do you have for that first year? Um, I say those are those are important ones. Um, just uh, again thinking about um, things that, and I'll even have parents keep a list. You know, they're not the big questions that they are going to be wanting us to call. You know, they're going to be wanting to call and talk to our office about, but just. Uh, you know, uh, little things that they were wondering about, little developmental um, things they might be noticing or, um, uh, you know, nutrition questions. Um, Those are all just kind of thinking about the visit ahead of time, uh, even writing down those questions so we really can make the most of the time here in the office. And are there certain signs or symptoms that parents should be watching out for that may indicate mm, something's not right here? There are lots of resources available for parents these days online. There are lots of apps that um, kind of alert parents to what normal um, development is. And, and I, I often will get, um, you know, parents asking me questions uh, that they have, you know, heard from another friend or, or read online and, and maybe their baby is not doing this, you know, certain developmental milestone is is that normal? And so I think parents are so, um, there's so much information at their fingertips, which also can be um, overwhelming at times um, for parents. But bringing those questions in to me, um, I, I, I'm many and most of the time able to ease their mind about whatever the concern was. Okay, well, that's good. And then what are the biggest issues you are dealing with for children in Marin today? That's a tough question. I think it I think it varies depending on age. I would say for my teenagers, I, I would say uh, I see um, and, and I'm constantly um, surprised by the number of kids that I'm seeing with anxiety, depression, um, uh, mood issues um, that has been concerning to me over my years of practice. Just seeing, um, you know, kids seem to be under a lot of pressure these days, and um, so higher higher rates of of you know kids feeling sad, kids kids feeling anxious. Um, but I'm happy that I'm hearing about it. I'm happy that they're comfortable talking to me about it, and there are lots of resources for those kids. But I I'd say that. That um, sticks out in my mind as as um, a you know a, a frequent, more frequent um, concern uh, for my for my teenagers in particular. And do you think things like social media and technology are having an adverse effect on children today? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What what the social pressures on kids related to um, the media and um, the online their online online presence are. Are, are quite a lot for, for teenagers um, these days. So absolutely, I think that's, that's a, uh, a, a related issue for sure. And what tips do you have for parents uh, regarding that if a parent were to ask you about social media, technology, all the gadgets that we have today? Have any advice for parents today that are right in the middle of all that? Uh, yeah, my advice is for parents to educate themselves, to know what their kids are on, even uh, you know, uh, be on the same um, media sites that their kids are, i.e., you know, Instagram, Snapchat, those kinds of things. So you're aware of what your kids are posting, aware of what their online presence is, because kids make mistakes. And it's, it's. Um, I think it's important for parents to be involved, especially the younger kids, limiting their access and, and, and making sure it's age-appropriate. Um, 
and uh, yeah, just being trying to be as involved as you can uh, in in their kids' media life. And with our active children today, many are involved in several different sports. Any sports-related tips or ways to prevent injury you'd like to pass along? Mm. Um, so, you know, staying active, playing, playing, not specializing. I think there's a lot of pressure on our kids these days to pick a sport and have one sport at a young age. And I think it's important for a growing body to uh, to be moving it and using it in many different ways. Uh, so resisting that you know, sometimes pressure to to just focus on one sport. Um, I think that would be my my biggest uh, piece of advice. Um, and kids should be playing; they should be active. Um, sports shouldn't be a job; it shouldn't um, occupy you know hours and hours and hours during their week. Mm-hmm. And if someone is looking for a pediatrician, how should they find one at Marin General Hospital? So you, uh, there's a great resource on uh, the Marin General web- website. If you go to marinegeneral.org, find a physician, and you can select pediatrician and uh, see the, the uh, uh, pediatricians that are available. Well, Dr. Christie, thank you so much for your time today. To find a physician, please visit marinegeneral.org slash doctor. That's marinegeneral.org slash doctor. This is the Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin General Hospital. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health Medical Center formerly Marin General Hospital. And for more information, go to mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out our full podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.